gets the ball away to G.I. G.I.'s going to score. He's going to put another nail in the coffin and the Goanna crawls. Welcome to another edition of Rabbitohs Radio Podcast. My name is Grant Chappell and I'm joined in a room with two Rabbitohs legends, Dan Brown, Steve Maven. What's doing, boys? Yeah, good day, chaps, Mavo, and to all the listeners out there. Yeah, good day, chaps, Brownie. Yeah, welcome, everybody. Yeah, we, we've had a couple of, a pretty good response from the first podcast last week. And um, we've got our first international guest on board. Wrote a nice message the other day saying how this he's been crying out for something like this. Mad Rabbitohs fan. Tony from Austria. Just a little shout-out to you, bud. Yeah, well done, Tony. Um, I've got a few people I'd like to acknowledge as well. Tony, uh, Tony Adams, the mole, who's got behind the show, and uh, Brian Fletcher. So thank you very much for your, uh, your hospitality and uh, getting behind the show. Yeah, yeah, thanks to those boys. And now we've got an Instagram and Twitter page, Rabbitohs Radio. So anyone, anyone wants to give us a follow, jump on there. You can listen to the podcast through there, so it'll be uploaded there each week when it's when it's live. But also, if you've got any feedback that you want to send us through, all criticisms taken on board, but we'd love to hear from you. If you've got a topic you want us to raise, but yeah, so thanks for everyone for supporting us, and hopefully we just keep producing some good content for you going forward. Well, let's get into the podcast. Now, coming off a good win, the boys are up there in 1300 Smile Stadium, the review of the Cowboys game. 30-18 victory. It was a bit of a try-for-try in the first half. Not a lot of penalties. Pretty good game flow. And um, after half-time, we dropped the ball third tackle. I think it was young Tom Amone in the tackle. And the Cowboys just put the foot in the throat for probably around 20-odd minutes. And the boys absorbed a lot of that pressure. And then the second spells of Dean Britton, Totola and the likes and all them wingers getting out of yardage, and then topped off with a bit of class of Damien Cook and Murray got us over the line, boys. What about the Cam Murray at the moment, the form he's in, boys? Yeah, well, he's unbelievable, mate. Cam Murray, um, a, a local junior, a local mascot junior. He's, his ability to, to offload in traffic, um, you know, his speed and, and his involvement and impact in that last 15 minutes really won us the game. Oh, outstanding. Foot speed, that little... That little shimmy before the line, just to just so the defenders can't get set and put a shot on him, and that that gives him that opportunity to do a quick play of the ball. And, and Damian Cooks just he's got eyes up and ready to go. And yeah, and and, and that's, that's that's sort of that's how we got back into the game because at one stage yeah, we were going to go down what twenty four eighteen at one stage when that young young winger on the bird dropped it. Yeah, well, that, it's you know just going back to to the game itself. It's probably. You know, the second game in two weeks that, that we've got to win without playing great. Um, like you said, the first half, we were a little bit scrappy. Uh, we, we had some good field position and, and we turned over some, some quality ball in, in good position. And in the second half, well, it took till the 25th minute to get inside the Cowboys 20. So that's how much, you know, we were sort of like out of the game and, and the game was there to be taken. And, and fortunate enough, uh, you know, Cam Murray come on and done what he did in the last 15 minutes and got us home. Yeah, pretty similar to the Manly game where we absorbed a lot of pressure early in that second half. So probably Wayne will be looking at that, trying to get a little bit more response out of him in the second half this week against the Dragons. Um, yeah, touching on Cam Murray as a junior, um, I want to give a plug to the one of the best junior nurseries in the world. Uh, and they've produced plenty of, plenty of guys over the years, including you two fine young gentlemen in the womb. Well, young, there's a wrap for you. Um, and uh, the mascot Jets, 
at the moment, just in the 17, I went through the 16 teams over the weekend that played. Just in the in the top 17, I found Cam Murray, Adam Fanua Blake, James Seguiaro, Remus Smith, Tim Lafay, Emre Gurla, all for the mascot Jets. Um, Cam McGuinness, Botany Rams, your old club, Mova, great young, great club. Johnny Sutton, the 326 game veteran, Kenzo Dragons, Josh Adokar. Play for the Redfern All Blacks. Nathan Peach, Jimmy the Jet, Larpers Panthers, Southeastern Seagulls, a real emerging club, but leading the A grade at the moment. I think they've only lost one game. Um, Nat Butcher played for them out of the Roosters. The rangy back rower, Sean Lane, has been a bit of a journeyman, but he's found a home at Parramatta this year. Um, Koji Wombats, the Beanpole, Cameron Campbell Graham, the big fella on the wing, and Alexandria Rovers, Adam Reynolds, and. The Polish chef, Paul Mormorowski, the yeah. centre for the Tigers. And shout out, shout out to Gerald Simons. Yeah, Jezza. Jezza there. Yep. A local great champion. Yeah, South Sydney have always had a, a strong junior culture um, coming through. Uh, you know, they always develop good players. And, and like you just said now, just in the, in the, current, in the current game, uh, we've got so many. There's another one you can add to the list who will be making his debut um, this weekend for the Cronulla Sharks, Billy Magulius. Uh, another mascot jet, so you can add that one to the list, list chaps. Okay, yeah, right. How's um, he going, mate? What position? What position is this, Billy? Yeah, well, he, he's a he's a back rower. He, he's, he's a footballer. Um, I spoke to Jimmy Dimmick about him the other day. I, I've had a little bit to do with Billy and and a couple of them players that you mentioned. I I actually coached the the mascot jets. My son Jaden played for them, and and we had the likes of Remus Smith, uh, Billy Magulius, uh, Sifa Talakai is another one on there who's playing in the lower grades. Um, so, you know, they, you know, we we had a pretty good side back then and, and it's good to see them coming through now and, and getting their opportunities and, and playing at the top level. Yeah, well, at the moment, Cameron Murray has got all South fans excited and for good reason. I had a Roosters fan tell me the other day that he's the best player in the competition by a mile, which was very satisfying, I must say. Now, look, yes, he, he, he's playing fantastic football, but just to finish off what we were talking about in the uh, Cowboys game. A couple of other players, Ethan Lowe had a big game for us, two tries, and they spoke to Wayne Bennett about him after the game, and the smile that came across his face when he was, he said, we're so happy to have him on board, just sort of shows that, you know, the Cowboys loss is our gain. And other big performances, Reynolds' cross kick just needs a quick mention. The ball was in, in play and he's put that kick across. And Gago, who had a good game as well, he did a lot of work for us, got a big heart, big motor, that kid, got the try. And is he in career best form, Adam Reynolds, in your opinion, Mother? I, th- I think he is, chaps. The game management is is one of the reasons we're running second in the competition. There's no doubt about that. Well, well actually, I was watching the Fox footy show on Sunday night, and Alex McKinnon, in his opinion, Adam Reynolds is just as important to South as Cam Smith is down there in Melbourne. Now, that's a big rap. Yep. They don't get any bigger than that. No, definitely. Yeah, like like Mavo just said, he's, his, game, his game management is the best in the NRL. You wouldn't want any other halfback in the competition coming into the back end of the game um, than Adam Reynolds. His kicking game's unbelievable. He's, you know, if, if you've got a set up for a, for a one-pointer, um, he, he does it perfectly. He's the best field goal exponent in the game today. Him and Jimmy Maloney, I think they're yep. about the top of the tree. And just, and just finally, they're our stars, but then there's the, the kids like Dean Britt and Totola. Now, Totola, he scored that try and it was so well-deserved. He's a 22-year-old kid and he's shouldering a lot of the work rate while the Burgess boys are out. But he's making us all proud. And, you know, the whole team's making us proud. The stars right through the 1-17. One, one so 
What about the skill on the big boy? Late in the game, puffed yes. out, backing up, backing up the young star, Cam Murray. Picked it up off the shoelaces. Oh, definitely. Yep. Controlled it. Plenty of blokes of stuff to try out from there. Yeah, yeah didn't, we, didn't we all enjoy that? Another bloke who probably deserves a, a, a little bit of credit. Um, now, I was at the game, I think it was round eight. South played the Broncos, ANZ Stadium. I was out the Labrokes box out there. Shout out to the Labrokes boys. Um, <laughs> South won that game 38-6, probably the most comprehensive win of the season. Now, Jimmy the Jet, was he just was a shadow of himself. He was, wasn't was involved in the game, chucked his arm out for, for tackles, wasn't getting in front of blokes. Now, the job that Wayne Bennett's done to get him down here and get him playing probably the best football he's played in a couple of years, his involvement on the weekend, you know, he, he put on a try, he had a, he had a couple of line breaks, he, he's sniffing around the ball, he's kicked chase. Like, people talk about attitude and defence, and his defence has been all right, but... Kick chase is an attitude too. How many times did you see him first one down there? Mm. We nearly stripped the ball off yep. the young fullback drink water. That's right. That almost led to a try. Exactly. So yeah, it was better. Full credit, full credit to Wayne. Um, have yep. you got anything else on that game before we move yeah. on to segment number two? Yeah, just on Jimmy, I, I thought it was the best game that he's had since returning to the club. Um, Agreed, like you said, his, his involvement, um, you know, was second to none, and and um, just in regards to all the outside backs, so all the outside five. Uh, run for for more than a hundred meters. So yes, um, you know, in total, they all run for seven hundred and fifty-one meters. Compared the week before, where they only run for two hundred and sixty-eight. So it was definitely on their game plan uh, that the outside backs get in there and, and do their job. And um, they did it well. Like I said, they they run, they all run for more than any forward on the field. So uh, to the outside five, well done. Got some depth in this in this club, haven't yeah. we? All right, we might. Move on to that team news. Now, they've just dropped the team at 4 o'clock. It's, it's been named 1-17. to 17. But um, I noticed on that extended bench, they put a couple of familiar names there. Thomas Burgess, outside chance of playing, I believe. I think he's got to pass a fitness test. And the, the captain, Sam Burgess. I didn't expect to see his name there. No, well, definitely uh, handy two players that, that we could do with, uh, especially you know, with our go forward and... Um you know, Sam, Sam on that edge, uh, it'd be uh, it'd be great if we could get them back. But you know, I, I don't think there's any any um, any chance to rush them back. Uh, you know, no. Uh, do, do you think Sam. do you think naming Sam is a bit of a smokescreen from the wily old Wayne Bennett? Just to, just because there's been a bit of talk about him being out for the season and all this stuff and long term injury with this infection in the shoulder. I think it could be an old Wayne Bennett smokescreen. Yeah, maybe. Just to get the press off. Maybe, him. but you know, look, they don't usually name blokes unless there is some realistic chance. Um, so. I think they were talking about getting a specialist report, and if that's good, then you never know. Sammy's a tough man, and, you know. We all know that. We've seen his what he oh. can do. So if he's anywhere near fit, he'll be out there. But maybe a week or two away. Yeah, and um, Kyle Turner's pop Cecil passed away on Thursday. Um, not not a great time for anyone in their life. Um, a close family member passed away, and forty eight hours later. Credit to, the, credit to the boy. He went up there and put on a pretty good account of himself, coming off the bench here and making a bit of an impact. Yeah, um, con- condolences to, to all the Turner family. And, uh, like yeah, condolences. It's, He's um, a real wholehearted player. Kyle. Yeah, it wouldn't be easy, um, but he was probably thinking that his pop would probably want him to be out there. Yeah. And, yep. Um, yep. You know, that's, that's the road he took. Have you ever had to play under that sort of duress after losing a close friend or family member? Oh look, really? there was a good mate that um, that that we lost, um, you know, the night before a, a game that I played, and you know it wasn't easy. Uh, young Michael Wright, he, he was a 
he was a, a South player himself. He was, you know, was tragically, tragically shot uh, over in Five Dock, and um, you know, it, it wasn't a good time. And um, you know, I, we had to get up and play the next day when, when we heard the news overnight. So yeah, so it, you know, it does take its toll. Sad. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's sad news. Condolences to the uh, the Turner family. Yeah. And um, yeah. another bit of news there: South reunion on this weekend. Brownie, to give us a little plug about that, mate. Yeah, the the Raging Rabbits. Uh, we we usually have two events uh, throughout the year, and um, we're fortunate enough this week uh, on Friday uh, that we'll be having an event. Um, we will be uh, honouring the '99 side, which was um, reinstated into the uh, the comp- the competition. Um, so. Um, Ray Martin will be the host, and, oh, yeah. and the full current squad will be there in attendance. So it's always good to to have the boys there and and uh, mix and have a chat with them. And um, you know, it's uh, it's always good to to catch up with the old blokes as well. We'll, we'll be looking at Mikey, mate. Um, yeah, Brownie. Couple of couple of in, couple of interviews. We've got a little assignment for you there, Brownie. Don't yes. worry about that. Here yep. on Rabbitohs Radio podcast. Yeah, yep. I'm sure all the uh, all the current players will get involved. Now we're gonna yeah. get into this preview of this. This match on Friday night. Now the Dragons aren't in the best of form. Now this game's at 8 p.m. Friday night, ANZ Stadium, home game for the Rabbits. There, the Dragons two from eleven, lost the last three, and they're not playing too great. Not a lot of confidence. Now I remember that last game we played them in round two. It's going to be a, a game remembered for a long, long time. 38 to 18 in round two, we we give it at the Dragons, and it happened to be the last game of one of the all-time greats, Greg Inglis. You know, like, I didn't think that was going to be his last game when he walked off the field. He's been one of my favourite South players of all time. The, the, the power of the man, the yep. leadership. Done, scored some tries that just blow your mind when you go look back at some of those ones at the Storm and some of those ones of the early days at South. But none anyway. Be, none better than the 2014 Grand Final when he'd done the go the out. Winner, the yep. None yep. better yep. than that one. Boys, oh, any was thoughts in... on this Dragons game, maybe? Well, I was in the corner then when he scored that try just quietly. But, yeah, we miss we missed GI, but... We've managed to stay where we are, so yeah, we've just got to try and do. Uh, you know, we've got Jimmy the Jet now, so there's there's, no, there's only one GI, but we've got Jimmy now to uh, fill that centre role. Now, yeah, okay, the Dragons aren't going very well. They've been in the news all week. The big thing that happened to them early was they lost Jack DeBellin, but then they lost Widdop. So that's their two best players gone, and you, you can't replace them in a season. So they've suffered as a result. But now they, they've got Widdop back in the team news. Widdop's going to come back into the halves with Ben Hunt. They're going to move Corey Norman to fullback. That's a big in, Widdop. It is. So, they're, look, they're an infinitely better side with him in it. They're going to be an improved outfit. All the talk about Coach Mary was considered to be sacked. They looked at 14 other coaches. They shouldn't have rested Hunt, the million-dollar halfback, in a game they needed to win against the Panthers. Former greats, Jamie Soward's been... Saying that they're a shambles. Reports Frizzell wants out. Frizzell wants out. So look, they're going to be, if ever they're going to be motivated to come out and have a big performance, it's going to be Friday night against us. So we need to be ready. Well, I think there's something not right in their camp, definitely, uh, with what's going on. Um, you know, Ben Hunt, like you touched on, Mavo, you know, a million dollar player and, and he wants to have a rest. They need to win seven from seven and they're resting their best player. Well, I can't understand that. Um, I, I feel for Mary. Um, like I said, Fazell 
is is there's reports that he wants out. Um, the roosters the roosters are interested. How can the roosters be dead set interested? I can't believe that either. The grub but, the grub clubber. Eh? <laughs> oh, it <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Every player that comes on the market, uh, the the roosters are interested. But anyway, um, yeah, look. I don't know what's going on there. Um, you know, they need to win seven from seven, like I said, but uh, I don't think they, they'll win this week. I think that will be too strong. And um, just on touching on this round, it, uh, Boonie for brain cancer round as well. So get out and buy your Boonie. If you can't buy a Boonie, donate to the Mark Hughes Foundation. He's doing great work there for, for the foundation. Yeah, great cause. To, great cause, that yeah, one. Great cause. Um, yeah, I suppose him. just touching on the Dragons, I had a little look at last week's game and... The big boy, the ball playing back row, front row, plays in the middle. That uh, Luciano Leilua sort of captured the eye. I know he's not a great defender or anything like that, but he, he put on a couple of tries last week. I'd say, I'd say that'd be someone they're looking at. Yes, know? well, they've got obviously got wraps on him. He played big minutes off the bench, the most minutes of anyone on the bench for the, the Dragons. So if he's, you know, he's obviously not as in, in the class of his, if his brother BJ plays for the Raiders, but, you know, he's obviously got a ton of ability and he'll be someone that we'll need to, to watch as well. Young Chris Sarves, anyone know anything about him? A young winger, Dubuin. I heard he's just a bit of a sort of a tall, lanky winger. Yeah, no, he's he's new to new to the system, uh, making his debut. So we'd have to go back and do some research on that one, chaps. I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Adam Reynolds will give him a nice little baptism of fire up against the Ren. Now we'll go to the predictions, boys. Predictions this week. We might. Um, if well, anyone, if well, I know last week's predictions, you had you, you pick seven. To South to win by seven, you said six, maybe I said twelve. I wasn't yeah. too far off. No, we're, no. We're, thirteen. I said sorry. With with a minute to go, we were all very close. Like maybe they were in front by six with a minute to go. So yeah, I thought I was going to be right. Yeah. I believe we were working down there for a field goal when Jimmy the Jet busted through, and we would have put one over, and we end up scoring, and it goes to twelve. And next minute, Chaps is only one point away from his prediction. And actually, had a penalty with one second to go. Did you yeah. see that bit of the end? Yeah. Yes. I was going, is he going to have a shot here? Yeah. Thirteen plus. Yes. Yeah. They kicked out on the floor. Um, yes. Anyway, it wasn't yeah. to be. But I think if one of us do get these predictions going forward, it might be a. We might have to shout him a beer and a food down at the River Bay Hotel on Diner. Oh, definitely. One of, yes. the best, one of the best hotels in the Eastern Seaboard. You're on. Yeah, the future, food. Future sponsor there, hint, hint. Yeah. Trent and Brendan. Oh, the, food's, the food there is delicious. Great food and great location. All right, predictions, boys. Uh, chaps, um, I'm going uh, 13 plus this week. Righto. Yeah. I'll go see us by 10. Pretty confident. See us by yeah, 10. Yeah, I'm quite confident. I'm going to take the bunnies by six, just with the inclusion of Widdop and, and, and Hunt on that week rest and, and copping a lot of flack. I think this could be a tight one, and I'm hoping we squeak game. By a try. Um, we're going to rip into that one of the last segments here, the weekly segment of Movos and Brownie's memoirs. This week's subject, dragons. Well, my, yeah, the dragons. Yeah, we'll um, look with uh, two famous clubs, um, and I just want to touch on um, the game that we have every year against the dragons, and it's not one of the premiership or the uh, the competition games. It's a, the charity shield, a, a trial game. Um, these days they, they treat it uh, as a troll and um, you know they, a lot of the time they rest all their stars you know Sam Burgess doesn't play Adam Reynolds doesn't play um, you know GI hasn't played in the past but back in the day um, when I was making my debut we trained all off season uh, to get ready for the charity shield and you know Basically, it wasn't a trial. We'll go into war. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I think we had Les Davidson on before saying the same thing. You know, so 
Um, the Charity Shield was a memory for me and um, making my debut with the likes of Les Davidson and you know David Boyle and Mario Fennick, there was no tougher encounter to be coming up against a, a pack like them. And um, you know they're my memories of uh, the St George Dragons. Thanks, Brad. OK, yeah, well, I just want to touch on the tradition of the two clubs. We're two of the greatest clubs ever in the league. South have won 21 comps, the Dragons are 15. Obviously, the Dragons won 11 in a row. But uh, now the Dragons are no longer the, just the St George Dragons, they're St George Illawarra. So they're a merged entity. Some people call them St Merge. And the St George Illawarra Dragons have only won one competition. So it's not to be the, the, the famous rivalry quite like it was. But look, for Bunnies fans, it's still South versus Dragons and it's still a monster game. And just looking back at the history, we've met in the grand final five times. South have a lead of three to two in those encounters. And hopefully if it ever happens again, just imagine how big that game's going to be if, if it ever eventuates. And yeah. just looking back, yeah, the first time we defeated them was in 1927. And then a couple of epic grand finals. One was in 1965 when the Dragons knocked us over to win their 10th in a row on their way to 11. And then we got revenge in 1971 when we beat the Dragons. And the star for us was Ron Coote, who scored a try. And for the Dragons, they had the great Barry Beef who scored for them as well. Yeah. Yeah, so look, all South fans know a St George supporter and it is a big game for us. So it'll be nice to go out there and give them a hiding Friday night. Yeah, I wouldn't mind getting my Barry B fix at some stage, but I've got to wait <laughs> to come across a bit of money. You're in the club. Got a head for radio. Um, anyway, no worries. We might just, our final segment there, we're, yeah. we're going to go into a little story time. If you don't mind, I might have a little... Talk about the coach whisperer. Are you guys familiar with the coach whisperer, Bradley Charles Stubbs? Yeah, I've met him a couple of times, chaps. He's a local bloke down Maroubra, and I'm sure um, you know your story's probably got something to do with down the beach. Yeah, that's right. Um, obviously, he had a bit of success in game one of the Origin. Got got hold of Kevin Walters, and he had a bit of success for the Roosters last year. And had a little chat to Michael McGuire, 2014. Anyway, my. Encounter with him was being a young surfer down Maroubra and he was the president of the board riders, very eccentric sort of character. He's a mind coach and he was he's always very positive. And anyway, he took this team of boys between the age of 14 and 18 up the coast. They were going to represent Maroubra on a state titles championship, like a tag team. Anyway, he got him on the bus on the way up there and he's trying to get him motivated and all that. And anyway, he says, all right, boys, before they got off the bus, pulled up the bus, he said, uh, all right, we're going to have these tablets, right, boys? We're all going to have them, and we're going to believe that we're going to win. If we have these tablets, I promise you we're going to win. Anyway, they'll just vitamin C tablets, the big old orange ones. And um, he's gone to put them in his mouth. One of the boys goes, um, don't you need to have them with water? He goes, no, don't tell me how to take these tablets. Don't worry about water. He put these two tablets in his mouth, and then and he starts kind of choking on them and sort of foaming at the mouth a bit. And he ended up hitting the deck and starting to go purple. So the boys didn't know what to do. Half of them ran off the bus, half, laughing, half of them sort of were real concerned. And one of the big blokes got hold of him and gave him the Heimlich manoeuvre to, to release the tablets out of his throat. <laughs> but, um, but in the end, he got them over the line. They're not winning the state titles that day. The, the coach was I dare say yeah. that, that cut his tooth in that in that sort of sporting arena and, and went on to bigger and better things. But great stuff, chaps. Great stuff. But uh, we might uh, that might end another podcast, the Rabbitohs Radio podcast. Just one special mention to uh, Belinda Sharp, more Sharpie, Belinda Sharpie. She was the first women referee uh, on the weekend. I thought she'd done a great job against the Bulldogs and the Broncos. Yeah, uh, and well done, talk- Belinda. Well done, and they're also talking about having the first female duo because. Um, 
the, ba- the, the Casey the badge is uh, is a chance of, of, of being there. So that will be. Uh, I suppose a, the good a thing about event. Belinda and a referee—you didn't notice her on the field too much, and, and, and you know you don't need them on TV no. every two seconds. But that's it. Yep. Anyway, that ends another edition of Rabbitohs Radio's podcast. Well done, boys. Thanks, glory, boys. Glory, glory to South Sydney. Glory, glory to South Sydney. Rabbitohs fans, just before you go, we've got a bonus interview with a South Sydney legend. All right, we've got a special guest here on Rabbitohs Radio podcast. Um, welcome the great Les Davidson. G'day fellas, how are you? Not too bad mate, just um, I suppose how you been? All good? Good, yeah, excellent, everything's going well for me. That's good mate, um, let's give us a little background, where'd you grow up mate? Uh, originally born and lived in Burke for a little while, then at the age, early age, probably three or four, we moved to Dubbo. Um, for what reason I'm not sure, but I, I was raised in Dubbo, yeah. What was it like living in Dubbo mate? They rugby league mad up there? Rugby league mad, really good rugby league town. A um, lot of local junior clubs, so um, great town to live in, yeah. I bet off the success that you had in your career, there'd be a lot of Rabbitohs fans up there. Uh, I think so. Um, Dino Pay and Rossi, Russell Richardson, Billy Noakes, uh, Lenane, and, and a few of the later boys, Bobcat. And who else? There's a few more coming out of the town, so it's really good rugby league town. Yeah, right. So, how did you end up at Redfern? Uh, my hometown team was uh, Westside, Dubbo Westside, which is red and green. So we we uh, had a rabbit emblem. So I played in a, an 82 grand final, first grade grand final. So our um, club got Reggie Rabbit down. Yeah, and, right. And he was the, the first original one, Reggie, yeah. The original Reggie. Yeah, so he was the first one that spoke to me about coming to Sydney. He was okay. an angry man, How- wasn't he, wasn't he? Sorry? There was an angry man with <laughs> yeah. Reggie. He looked yeah, angry. He had a little temper, didn't he? I used to yeah. hassle him as a kid at Redfern. Yeah. But um, how old were you in that grand final in 82? Uh, 19, yeah. 19, going up yeah. against the big boys. Yeah. Yeah, right. A lot of hardened men back then, so it was I, good, good I, education. I can imagine. Um, so what did it mean to, to put on the red and green and go to war week in, week out for coaches like Ron Willey, George Piggins and the likes? Uh, Ronnie Willey was great. Um, he was real... Old school, um, which suited my game. It was a lot of aggression and quite a few stinks. And and then Georgie Piggins came along. He he coached us in '86 through to '90 when I left the club. But he he was great. He was very simple. Um, a good thing he did was uh, get the likes of Phil Gould along. He he um, did a bit of back coaching in the background. So that was a good move yeah, by picked, George. I think he had a big year at Manly in '84 '83. Led the try scorer. Come over and led the try scoring at South that following year, I think. Who's that, Blakey? Blakey. Yeah, Phil Blake, yeah. yeah. He had a great year. I think 89, he scored 26 tries in 20-odd yeah. games or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, Bundy, you're very fiery back in the day. Where did that come from, mate? Did you, the, 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 uh, the aggression? Uh, probably Dubbo, but uh, also having a couple of older brothers, like... Um, yeah, had to uh, aim up a few times. So, yeah, it was... <laughs> and, and we were allowed to play that way, that back in those days, so, yeah. Yeah, it was a different era. Different era, yeah. We grew up watching the 70s, and they were brutal, so, yeah, probably a little bit rubbed off on us. Yep. Wendy, I, I had the pleasure of playing with you, and, and one hell of an experience. I was only a young bloke when I was coming through, and uh, this week we're playing the St George Dragons, and I think I might have made my debut playing with you in the Charity Shield. What did the Charity Shield memories bring back for you? Uh, blood bars, actually. Um, I, I made 
or it wasn't my debut, but one of my very first games was against uh, Saints in the Charity Shield, and we had the Rampling Boys, and they pulled me aside and told me what was what to be expected, and uh, it didn't let us down. Yeah, I was going to touch uh, about that later in the show, and uh, like you said, a bloodbath. There was always plenty of stinks. Plenty of stinks, and it was for charity. It was for hospitals back then, so I'm not sure if it still is today. Yeah, I don't know. No one come off the back fence like Dean Rampling off the no, tap. No, turtle, turtle, turtle. Yeah, Tony. His brother. brother. <laughs> Just one other thing, Bundy. I know both your sons, good kids, Reese and Trace. Um, now, Reese, I always say he's, he's taken out Et's daughter. And if you ever have a grandson, I want to buy shares in him. Because he'll be able to run like the wind and oh, fight like a fresh. He'd probably machine. be a good-looking kid, too. I think so. That, good pedigree, eh? Yeah, that's it. Bundy, um, just let the listeners know, what are you up to these days? Uh, at DP World, uh, cracking job. I, I enjoy it immensely. Um, when I'm not doing that, I'm fishing. So I love my fishing. You've always loved your fishing. Always, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, mate. Thanks for joining Rabbitoh Radio's podcast. No, very good. Wes, thanks, you, mate. Thank thanks, you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, yeah. mate. Yeah. Thanks, Cheers, mate. Yeah. Well,